Hello, and welcome to Mama Needs Love 2. I'm Leanne. And I'm Danica. And welcome to another episode that we are recording today about positive vibes only. But first, how are you? I'm well. I am, we're both busy. So we have a lot of things going on in the pipeline for you guys. We'll be excited to let you know about them. Yeah, this week has been very interesting, which brings me back to our sponsors for today's podcast are Living Legacy Travel. Would you like to tell us more about Living Legacy Travel? I'm sitting here like blank stare, double blink. Um, Yeah, so <laughs> Living Legacy Travels is my, well, it's actually Living Legacy Tours. Tours. It's my new business venture. So um, I have a group excursion to Accra, Ghana, planned for December 27th, 2019 through January 4th. And um, I'm excited to share that with people. We're going to have a good time. We're going to be party for New Year's Eve, of course. We're going to be visiting all the sites and sites in historical places in Ghana. Um, Elmina Slave Castle, which is up in Cape Coast. It's like a three-hour drive from Accra. But the package will include hotel from Chica- uh, hotel accommodations in Accra, flights leaving from um, O'Hare Airport here in Chicago, um, or wherever you are. Just email me, and we can work that out, um, as well as all of the excursions and breakfast is included with the hotel stay. It's a really nice hotel. We're going to have fun. Awesome. So if they want to get in touch with you, how do they get in touch with you? Um, The website address is pretty long, so I'm just going to give the email address for now. But it is livinglegacytour, without the S, at gmail.com. So livinglegacytour at gmail.com and... I'll give you information about the package. You're also on Instagram and Facebook? We are on Instagram and Facebook. Living Legacy Tours Ghana. All right. And what about you? Tell us about Beauty and Clothed, girl. Oh, well, Beauty and Clothed is rebranding themselves. Okay. Currently, I'm running specials on eyelashes. I'm selling eyelashes and also... um, taking eyelash appointments if you would like for me to put on your eyelashes yes. so you can reach out to me on facebook or instagram at beauty and clothes that is b-e-a-u-t-y-e-n-c-l-o-t-h-e-d it is the same name on both platforms and i will also expanding my horizons and i've started to um contract it to sell paparazzi jewelry Yes. So look for me to be going live on the Beauty Enclosed pages. And tell both us about Instagram paparazzi. and Facebook for that. And Paparazzi Jewelry is cost-effective jewelry for those moms, especially those moms on a budget who want to accessorize and look nice as they go to work or go out on the town, go on dates. Um, and everything is $5. So I will be going live um, soon once I get my kit in the mail. It's coming on the 4th of March. And then we'll be going live selling those and going live talking about eyelashes and more makeup. And then I'm doing a couple other things. But as they unfold, I'll tell you more about that later. Yeah, $5 for everything. I love paparazzi Five. Jewelry. I love paparazzi. I, I was buying paparazzi jewelry before I decided to sell it. Because $5 for accessories and you yeah. can look good for $5. Everything always is so expensive. So I really think that 
I don't I don't think this is their marketing message, but for me it's I'm really gearing it toward the moms who want to look good and feel good within and like budget. within their budget. Five dollars yeah. is a no and brainer. It's actually good quality. Like it doesn't. I bought some earrings like two years ago for five bucks and I love them. They I still have like we went to Vegas and we saw paparazzi right, that's where rep we them, and yeah. I bought earrings, bracelets necklaces i went to a showing the other day at a a studio that was like um some networking you might have seen it on our instagram at mama needs love too and i was in, uh, networking with other women in business and i was wearing a chain from paparazzi and they were selling these like diamond necklaces and everybody kept saying your necklace is beautiful it was a five dollar paparazzi necklace yeah. So I'm in the jewelry store with $300, $1,000 necklaces and everybody's complimenting <laughs> me on my $5, $5. necklace. So, so when I start selling them, you get you some $5 necklaces and earrings. Trust me. So what you all should do, our listeners out there, is go to our Facebook pages. You go First of all, if you have not already, go like Mama Needs Love to the page. Join the group. Then you go to Living Legacy Tours Ghana and like that page. I also have a group, but like that page, join that group. Then you go over to Beauty and Clothes, like that page. And what you're going to do is you're going to reserve your spot for this Ghana tour, yes. right? Then you're going to go buy $100 worth of paparazzi jewelry Absolutely. to wear in Ghana for New Year's Eve and look fabulous. Right. That's what we want y'all to do. Okay? Thank you. Thank you. Now on to the rest of the show to talk about positive vibes only. So... I came up with today's topic, talking to Danica, because every time we always talk, uh, we always get into this argument about if we should only think about um, things in a positive manner, or as I like to say, we should feel all the feels. So it's kind of sparked between us thinking about as we brand ourselves individually, and also Mama Needs Love Too with the group, the social media platforms and the podcast kind of what is our niche and um I was just like our niche is just women moms helping them find resources and everything like that but Danica wanted to go more with the self-care and positive mindset she's and more namaste (laughs) and I said well you have to give people space to Talk about all the things. Like, Mm -mm. talk about the anxiety. Talk about the depression. Talking about these kids is getting on my nerves. And I'm about ready to hurt every single one of you in this house. Including the dog, the turtle, (laughs) and the fish. Everybody's going to get it. Not the dog, though. I don't know. I don't have a dog. But (laughs) But everybody is going to get it. I'm sick of everything. And I just want to, like crawl in the corner and just think about all how everybody's getting on my nerves fine. that's fine so the argument like she just said like we answered the argument we always have is she's like but these are how, this is how i feel i'm like that's great i'm not you know not acknowledging the feelings because we all get those feelings we all listen i she knows me and people who know me know my feelings tend to be a little bit more extreme than others which is how I got to this own space in life because Mm -hmm. I had to find a way to manage them because I'm like some people who would say that they wanted to tear shit up I would so I you know after you throw a computer monitor into a wall you kind of need to reevaluate life and say okay now I'm messing up money because that's (laughs) I gotta I replace that, to but replace that. <laughs> you know. So I, it was me looking into why was I 
having such extreme outbursts of emotion and then how to deal with that with everything going on. And I think that, yes, you allow the space for that, but then you also redirect and retrain your thinking into more positive energy and more positive, you know, ways to cope with that. And you really give no attention and energy to the negativity at all. See, I'm more of the, I take the tack that everything is a lesson. Like we were talking yes. about earlier. There's a lesson in everything. There's a lesson in the the good and the bad. There's a lesson in the things that you don't want to do and the things that you want to do. And this has only come to me after many, many years of maturity because I've been known to throw some things, throw some people yeah, and all this other grown. stuff. I've grown over we're the much, years. much more mature. And so... My prayer to center myself when I'm having these terrible days is that there is a lesson in this. And I feel like if I take the tact that everything's always positive or everything's always has to be positive, that when I have these bad thoughts, I have anxiety around things not being perfect the way they should be so it gives me anxiety to think well oh everything's not positive right now and now I have to turn around to try to fix it instead of just saying like it's okay to live in this moment it's not okay to stay here so in that in that way we're saying like the same thing right but I might give myself a little bit more grace you might give yourself a little bit more time than I do do. right and I don't because I don't give myself any grace to hold those negative feelings for two reasons for one and I think I've mentioned this before, I have been clinically diagnosed with depression. Um, And this is a moment of transparency for me, but I've had some very serious, you know, moments where not just your typical, oh, I'm having a bad hair day or, oh, you know, I had an argument with my husband and I'm depressed. Like I've Mm -hmm. had some very serious dark places. And for me, it doesn't take much to go back there. So it's part of me staying in this, you know, everything is light and positivity is, coping skills for me to handle my depression um you know having taken antidepressants I just told in that I'm I'm back on a new medication because I was having a rough time like I was having a really rough time trying to navigate my depression um a couple weeks ago and I felt like I needed to go back and get that pharmaceutical help and I don't really have any shame in talking about that and saying that especially as a black woman and woman of color because I think we need to acknowledge that more Yes, it is okay to ask for help, not just, you know, I'm not, I'm definitely not encouraging everyone to run out and go get medication at all. Um, But we do have to have those narratives and those conversations about mental health because it's more than just praying it away. Not saying prayer don't work because I believe in that as well. Um, But for me, I can't stay in those negative places long. I have to, once things are going to happen and once those things do happen, I have to instantly begin to. Redirect. Yes, look for the lesson because there is a lesson in it. Right. But retrain my brain. And for every negative thought I get, I'm learning to replace it with three positive. I've read that somewhere as a way to help cope with it and kind of recenter positive energy. Mm-hmm. Every time I get a negative thought, um, you know, this shit sucks. Life is, is, is just fucked up right now, for lack of a better word. To turn around, look at the lesson, identify the lesson, but then give myself three immediate positive thoughts. So the reason why we have the argument because it's not that I don't agree and with I what she says. And I just don't like messy shit. She, I, right. I but don't want the reason why we have the argument is because what happens is when other people talk about their issues, oh my God. she goes, "Okay, great. So how are we going to change it? And what are we going to do to make this more positive? How the hell are we going to fix it? Like I don't like breakfast, and 
so not only do I not like gripe fest, and that's just also part of my personality. I'm a fixer. And my we have argued about that before. My friends know. Don't tell me some shit if you don't want it fixed, because my immediate response is gonna be how we gonna fix it. And I'm learning. I'm learning to take a step back and because everybody doesn't want it fixed and they do want their space to vent. So I've told all of my friends, and when you talk to me, preface it with do I need my fixer hat or my listener hat? Because my inclination is gonna be fixer. So if you need me to just shut the hell up and listen, please say it and say it just like that. Cause I'm, I'm, I can take it. I need you to just shut the. And Leanne will do it. She'll. Like, I need you to just shut the hell up and listen. Okay, cool. I'm listening. I am. But see, the issue becomes when you're we're doing this podcast and we're trying to take all of this lovely positivity and how can we help have better lives especially because we're into empowering women and especially mothers yes. and most importantly on our agenda is single mothers to say that it doesn't have to be bad always it can right. be better you can craft the life that you want how can we make it better but i'm always like well how can you validate their feelings and yeah, allow yeah, them to yeah. have their space Yeah, you want to validate their feelings and I, i'm all for validation i think everyone should be validated <laughs> however i'm also a strong i'm also a strong advocate for we create the mess that we lay in so mm-hmm. in validating mm-hmm. i'm not gonna validate feelings for mess that you continue to perpetuate so let's acknowledge your feelings let's validate them because they are valid but mm-hmm. then let's acknowledge the fact that thoughts become things the things that you think become the words that you speak and those words set the foundation for the actions that you engage in okay that all that's sounds, my train of thought that all sounds great but you know when you said however have you ever heard that anything that you say before the but is negated by the thing after yes and i fully okay, recognize so- that so i'm going back to my original statement of i don't want to hear no bullshit because you created it you're creating it so the more that we talk about and it's the things that we think about and focus on are what manifest. So why are we going to keep talking about shit that you created because your life is just going to manifest more of that? But you also have to understand that we both have been in the process of our own development. Just yes. as you've been diagnosed with clinical depression, I have as well. And I took the choice to go through, because I don't I don't know, I can't go with the spectrum, but I took the choice to not take the medication that right. I was given. And I took the choice to go towards more like the psychotherapy, psychotherapy and yoga and meditation and the positive affirmations or the personal moments of, okay, Lord, uh, help me so that I don't kill them moments in my life. Right. Uh, (laughs) So. I, I in a, in a certain way I understand where you're coming and from I because did I do that know and it didn't work right so I was like I and I do understand that I like need the medication I I can't sit in the drama I can't sit in, and it has helped my life tremendously yes. to be able to look more at like the positive side what I want to do a lot of my stuff surrounds around fear and anxiety yes. and to be able to step out on faith and continue with all of that but I realized that everyone. We've okay, we're let's be clear, we're both thirty seven. We've put in a lot of years yes. and a lot of work. Yes. I started going to therapy when my son was a couple months old. Right. Right. As did I and our kids would have the same age. And he's nine now. He'll be <laughs> ten this year. So that's nine years of therapy, whereas we, there may be women that we're talking to that haven't even taken the leap to even say, I have a problem. problem. I 
completely agree. So when you say but it like, also is a person. So there are a lot of it's factors. a personality it's thing. It's a personality too. thing because I'm also we've talked about that. I'm a doer. Yeah. Because you're the creative and I'm. Because I'm, I'm not just, a doer. I I just jump in. I can you? do stuff. I'm a I'm a ta- I'm either like a task oriented person, structure task do, or I'm ideation. I can give you ideas of creative things that you can do for yourself to take this business and run with it. Whereas My I, execution yes. is poor. Whereas I go from idea to immediate execution and then we reevaluate after right. <laughs> we've done it. So it all of that plays into a role. Let's face it. And for moms out there, you know, I don't want I don't want you all to take away that Danica is just like she like No, she's a great person. I'm a great person. She's the Olivia Pope. I just I'm an Olivia (laughs) Pope. I'm the Olivia Pope of your life. Because if you don't like something, fucking fix it. Like that's and that has always been my motto in life, period. Like even when I was in a horrible divorce, you go through things, you sit through things until you get to the point where you just cannot do it anymore. And that's where I was in life. I got to the point where I literally felt like I cannot live like this. How can I fix it? Which led me to research and talk to people and say, okay, let me try therapy. Then my therapist was like, okay, we've been talking. We've been giving exercises. You're still struggling. Maybe you need to see someone for more medical intervention. So it didn't just all of a sudden I was like, okay, I'm sad. I'm depressed. Let me go get medication. No. I tried the same avenues that you mm-hmm. did, but I felt like I needed more assistance to navigate my feelings and my extremes. But I also feel like we get comfortable in our excuses. And True. I think that's where a lot of women, especially women who are married in a household with children, these kids have taken over your life. Mm-hmm. You are now a mom. Don't let it be a wife on top of being a mom because 95% of men are just giant toddlers, right? So, and it's I mean that child. in a positive way. <laughs> and it's because of how we raise them. Let's not negate that. But, you know, so you're in a house <laughs> and you, you, you know, you're dealing with issues with, and oh, God, and don't be, don't work full time on top oh, of God. being a wife and a mom. Oh, my gosh. So you lose yourself. Your 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 essence of your being becomes swallowed by the identity of mom, wife, employee so it becomes this this cycle of i get up i go to work i mother my kids i'm you know busting it down at night for the husband then start the day and drop down and get your leg alone girl whether you want to or not and so you get into the or the whatever the wife or whatever the the spouse you know we're gender inclusive here yeah but at the end of the day you lose yourself so either you're going to just concede to that and you know live that or you're going to want to fix it. So if you want to fix it, for me, step one is stop perpetuating that cycle. Have you read a self-help book? Have you talked to somebody in your family? Books. I do a lot of audio books. I can't, like, <laughs> I my attention span, like, if you gave me any type of fiction book that has to do with, like, action, adventure, um, theft, assassins, um, sci-fi or whatever I'm all into it. I'm more like Afro-futuristic uh, stuff I'm all into it if it's got anything about if you do this girl you well it doesn't have to be your standard like you know I did like the Daring Great Libra Brene Brown I haven't gotten how into about, the well I've read the um, You Are a Badass 
Okay, I didn't. I did the audio book for that. You did, and she reads her own audio book, and she's, I mean, very entertaining, very enlightening. Go on Hoopla. It's on Hoopla. Is I got several credits for Audible. I need to go and do that. You can do Audible. Hoopla is an app where you get free audio books. You guys, you can not only does it have audio books, it has actual ebooks um and videos, and it's free. But you have to have a library card from any state or whatever because it links to your library card, and then it gives you so many borrows per month. You are badass. Is on Hoopla. Okay, (laughs) you can listen to it for free. Um. And self-help books can be, read The Color Purple and tell me if Seely's story ain't uh, everybody's story story (laughs) and a come to Jesus, you know, moment. moment. So it doesn't have to be your traditional way of self-help. When I say that, I mean, just have you looked into doing anything other than sitting watching Housewives on a weekly basis for your mom. Sometimes that is the release. Like I I will say that as I've, as I've grown over the years, I don't watch as much reality TV as I used to. But while I was heavy going to therapy and trying to manage my own anxiety and manage my own depression, my own depression rather, a release for me was to watch other people's craziness in their lives. I get that. And think about like, oh, look, at least my life's not that crazy. Not thinking that uh, in <laughs> well, in real have, reality, yeah. a lot of it's scripted, a lot, and they're just making money. So oh. they're making money to put their lives out of here. And it's not like actual reality. They're scripting like, well, we're going to meet here at the, the table and you're going to throw your water and then we're going to see how this but goes. Let's face it. That's why television is a billion dollar industry. Exactly. Right? That's why people go to the movies. I get all of that. For those of you out there who are not familiar with me saying this time and time again, I don't watch TV. I don't listen to the radio. Right. For several reasons. For one, part of my depression comes with anxiety. The clutter is just mind chatter and it gives me serious anxiety. Um, I don't want to. And honestly, I'm on a quest to better myself. Like until I become a millionaire. I don't need to watch mindless TV. Like, and that's just, and I'm not knocking. But I, as a millionaire, not, you wouldn't watch mindless TV. Well, yes, you would. I can't thing, say that. Though. There are some millionaires that watch mindless TV. And there are, but my point is, I also read that it takes seven streams of income for the average millionaire to become, to become and to sustain their millions. So mm-hmm. I, right now, I'm on a quest to developing myself emotional, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. So I'm, I'm focused on those things. So it's not like... I'm not knocking anybody who watches television. If you want to watch TV all day, that's your thing. But for me, it becomes, if you want to watch TV as a release, that's great. But don't turn around and then complain about certain aspects of your life if you're not putting the time required to change those aspects. So I'm a, I am very intolerant of that because I don't <laughs> want to hear no shit about what you don't like. And you ain't making taking the time to fix it. But I also think, and so this is where at, she's at, argue more. With, argue with Miss Connie. I ain't trying I don't argue. Well, with my mother, That's I, just, mama, yeah. I always do like, are you done? I don't. <laughs> is this helpful? So it's the same thing. Like, how is this helpful? But I liken to people watching reality TV and going into like, oh, they want to talk about what so-and-so. Like I watch, I have watched uh, Black Ink Crew recently because yes, it's the Black Ink Crew and for Chicago. And they talked about depression, which is what made me go back and watch past episodes that I had missed and watched the episodes and it was like about an episode and a half really where they talked about four and his depression and everything but he had been di- diagnosed with depression at a very young age and so it yeah. was something that he had been battling since a child and they also had a sister that had committed suicide because of her depression. depression so the story around them and their family with depression and with um um, how the depression has affected them individually and as a family and how like they have like 
their father disappears, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes when he's really depressed. And so how other people have to, when they're not clinically depressed and when they don't go through the same things that you're going through, how they have to kind of like adapt to you being depressed was very interesting around that. But I find that some people jump into those other things because it's just like you took the leap to go to therapy. I feel like everybody's at that stage where they're, they don't, they know they need something different but they don't know what it is. So it's right. like you have that push-pull within your body that says, I want to do something different, and right now all I know how to do is complain, and I don't know which direction, I don't know which step, whether it's needing to educate yourself, needing to Google some things, needing to talk to some people, needing to join a group like Mama Needs Love too, or listen to this podcast to get that push out of right. the nest well, that's to why... say that like it's okay to feel how you feel. It's right. okay to do all of that, but it's not okay to stay there and it's kind of like what are we gonna do to to um, move forward so when I say okay what are it, okay great you have these feelings what are you gonna do to move forward it sounds a lot different than when you say okay yeah that's great um so how are we gonna manifest our destiny and get ready with our life and do what we need to do because girl I'm not gonna sit here and listen to you complain all the time <laughs> which is true <laughs> um, but I think our different styles serve different people. Because people who are, first of all, y'all, okay, let me let me give a little bit of background. I'm more of the feeling um, type you, of person. And always. Leanne is more into the feelings. Danica is, has, is and has always been the logistical one. I had an ex-boyfriend call me the other day because he had a question. And he was like, I know you're going to give me the most logical answer. And it was a question dealing with, like, relationships. And some, a friend of his had, like, in a nutshell was dating two guys and so basically he knew that I was gonna give the logical answer because I've always been like that Mm -hmm. it's just me I'm a logical I don't think with my heart I think with my head so um again that's just part of my personality and I get all of that I have a bachelor's degree in psychology a master's degree in social work I I trust me y'all I understand the stages of change I understand where people are coming from histories of trauma because that Mm -hmm. also influences our a lot lot of things that I don't even think people realize how much the lives that your great grandparents and grandparents and parents have lived influences how you operate Our, our trauma affects trauma that we've experienced it affects us not only on a psychological level but on a biological level because I recognize I personally recognize that part of my reactions and the way that I am as far as being desensitized to certain emotions are from growing up on the west side and can actively recall hearing certain instances of gunshots seeing people shot you know on the corner of the block so there are certain things that just physiologically Mm -hmm. have desensitized me to to certain aspects of emotion. So and I recognize that, which is why I also try to do the work because I don't I tend to be more sensitive and more aware of <laughs> my desensitization when I'm dealing with my kids. Right. Because I also recognize I don't want to be that parent that just negates all of their emotions even though I'm like why the fuck you crying? Right. Cuz you know, so <laughs> I definitely work and and I I do try to to fracture that. However, I think I have a little bit less tolerance for with grown-ups. for grown-ups. Because let's face it, we talking about people who, and we all know them. Oh my gosh. Oh, especially when you look at like Facebook posts or just talking to your friends, your cousins, your aunties, hell, even your mother. I have had these conversations with my own mother because again, people get comfortable in their rut. You get comfortable. And complacent. You get comfortable and complacent in 
you know, and what holds you and keeps you grounded in the things that you deal with. But (laughs) I have less tolerance for adults because we see these people, we know them, they constantly complaining. I just, you know, I don't know why I can't get ahead, something, I can't win for losing. I hate that saying. Right. I hate it. Do not. If it's not one thing, it's, it's another. another. Or if you tell them about your positive experiences and whatever, maybe you got a raise at work, maybe you got a new boyfriend, you buy a new house, ooh, it must be nice. It is it nice. Is. And you can have and it too. And you can have it too. Because for me, you your thoughts, that thought that it must be nice to do something or I can't win for losing, that is literally shutting down. Mm-hmm. That is shutting down your brain's capacity to think creatively to get you out of that situation. True. So all I'm saying, I just try to push people into reframing how they think. Now, again, I think your style of coddling grown ass people <laughs> uh, serves a purpose for some people <laughs> who need that. Oh my god! And my was coddling, yeah, my in your face way of pushing you outside your comfort zone and shoving your inadequacies in your face it's either gonna elicit two things this bitch crazy and you know she a a bully and i don't want to be bothered with that or you know what i don't fuck with you right (laughs) and i'm okay with that or Or it's going to force you to kind of turn around and take that mirror and look and look at yourself in the mirror and say you know what she right what am i doing to exacerbate my situation it it works for the two of us being friends because when she needs to be coddled, she calls me. Which is very... Do I really... Rarely. Uh, rarely. Not really. Now she just uses me for ideas. But yeah, pretty anyway. Much. <laughs> pretty much. Before, when she needed to be coddled, she would call me. Now she just is like, listen, I'm trying to start this business. I need to uh, figure out some ideas to do such and such and such and such. And I was like, let me put my wizard hat on and I'll get back to you. Here we go. Microwave oven. We came out with two great ideas today. We're going to implement them. You'll hear about them later. Exactly. (laughs) And that's where I come in with the whole logical piece. We need X, Y, and Z. We're going to implement and do X, Y, and Z and get it done. I'm going to have it done by the deadline. So it works. It's a symbiotic relationship. Leave it alone. Okay. But for others... For others, don't understand our symbiotic relationship. And for others... I need to coin myself. I kind of feel like I'm the hood yogi. Maybe. Because, think about it. Like, I, you know, as om as no, I am. Because all you're going to do is be like, ah, ah, no, not. Nah. Argue with your mama. <laughs> Don't argue with me. Don't try me. Try your mama. Try your mama. <laughs> and matter of fact, have some green tea while you're at. <laughs> and go meditate. Go meditate on that. You know, but I think that some people need that. Some, some people, people do need that. Some people need that and some people appreciate that. I don't. And I, I, right, you know, and I, <laughs> I don't. And that's fine because I have my moments with you too where I have to step back and like, oh, let me baby her. Woo, woo, woo. Thank you. Woo, woo, woo. Only because I have <laughs> proven the fact that I'm not going to stay at the woo, woo, woo stage have, for very long. Right. <laughs> you have. But what I'm saying is it took, and you can also admit because you had to admit it the other day that with me kicking you out the nest, Sometimes I was getting that to that need. part. I was getting to that part. I said we had a symbiotic relationship because of the like, fact that poof. right. She's <laughs> always like, "You need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do that." And I'm like, "Nah, I'm finna go home and watch Game of Thrones and just it watch used to TV." Be Grey's Anatomy. I finished that season, oh, see, so now see. I gotta watch Game of Thrones before <laughs> the new episodes come out in April. So I'm just gonna go home and watch Game of Thrones. And then I decided that you scared money don't make no money. At all. And I can't make no money watching Game of Thrones. If y'all know how I can make some money. 
Danny watching Game of Thrones, just let me know. Cause email her. Please, I will do it. My email address is my name at gmail.com. Lee Ann Island. Please email me because I will definitely do all that. If I could make money watching TV, Nielsen's ratings, whatever they need me to do. There you go. I would do it. But I decided to like do a few things so I could make some money while watching TV. See, there you go. And that was thanks and to I me was like, yeah, pushing she, she might have had a good idea to just push me out the next time I'll girl, you need to make you some money. She didn't say it like that. She was like, bitch, you need to make you some money. <laughs> so I lamented about the fact that you ain't got no money. If you got money or you, if you ain't got no money, then you need to make some money. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Fine, bye. Right. So then I decided to just go ahead and try to make me some money. So I'm, I'm and I recognize that my, first of all, I, I, I will tell anybody my patience is lacking because that's just part of my anxiety and depression, which is hence I'm back on medication to try to manage this <laughs> shit because I do recognize that I, I, you know, don't really have a tolerance for certain things. So um, we're working through that. We're working through that. But I think both of our styles work. And you let us know. Email us, you know, join our Facebook group, Mommy's Love to Let us know if what? you know people like her and you know people like me. Or if you're the person who is just stuck in a rut and do, does not know where to turn. One Another reason that I have very little patience for that excuse, because I do feel like certain things are excuses. We live in the information age. True. If you Google how to make more money, how to divorce my husband, how to get help for my autistic child. My baby throws tantrums and I don't know what to do. Put any of that in the Google, as my mama called it. Mm -hmm. It will lead you down a rabbit hole of resources. And maybe because I'm good with that, people are like, you can find everything and anything. Everybody's not tech savvy. And then we're on the cusp. But we're on the cusp. We're on the millennial cusp. Ask somebody. But we're on the millennial cusp of the thing that like some of the millennials in our age group are really good at certain technological advances, Google and stuff and everything. And then nah, some homie, of them nah, are not. If you can put, if you can put rabbit ears on your baby from a Snapchat filter, you can Google why you I can't make no money. I remember growing up where you had to dial in on the internet and it made that, that doo, 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 <laughs> thing and you couldn't use the phone when you were on the internet at the same time. So you got like these kids now don't do. When I said that to my daughter the other day, she was like, what kind of BS is that? What are you talking <laughs> the dark about? Ages? There's a box in the corner and it just sends out a signal and everybody's on the Wi-Fi. My phone's on the Wi-Fi. iPad's on the Wi-Fi. My brother's game's on the Wi-Fi. The TV's yeah. on the Wi-Fi. So, like, some people, like, the kids nowadays could probably Google therapists quicker than their parents. If you can put a Snapchat filter and turn your baby it into a rabbit. already. It's already there. But you that's my point. You slid and picked. You can also use them little fingers. If you can get into a Twitter beef or a Facebook beef with your cousin's baby daddy's girlfriend, then you have the capacity to type. Am I right or wrong? True that. If you have the capacity to type, you have the capacity to search in Google. Thank True you. That. Come again. I'll, okay. Well, in some respects, I agree with you. Thank you. Because somebody posted, we have a... a, So my point is... A friend that posted the other day talking about um, not speaking to people doesn't mean you don't have a grudge with them. It's just my peace or whatever. And I was like, I'm a firm believer that if you see people and you can't speak to them, that is holding a grudge. That is holding a grudge. (laughs) Because if you have peace... (laughs) Then you can say, hey, girl, and keep moving. Keep it pimping. So I think that, again, but you see the example I just laid shows that we tend to use excuse. I don't know how. I don't know where to start. 
And people always, even when they can church, Google, we they have always churches. ask for recommendations. They do. They have. Ch- I mean, you have churches. You have your your kids, um, friends, parents at school. Right. All I'm saying is that for one, it, it's a step. It's a several step process, right? To be able to step want one. to better yourself. And it's, step one is the desire. You have to have the motivation and the desire. I think you have to also recon- recognize that my life as it is can be better. It can be. Everybody's life can be better. I it don't can care. be better. There is even if you're making a million dollars, and even if you're Bill Gates and everything. There's all. There are always people late at wake at night thinking about ways that their life could be better and how yes. they could wake, make more money. And we not only money. I mean, but it just like your interpersonal relationships. If you want better relationships, if you want to lose weight, if you want to lose weight, whatever it is, it it can change if you want it to. And then there are people, if you can't do it on your own out there, to help you. Like we talk about all the time. There are therapists out there. There are physical therapists. There that, are groups. Because like, we, we know everybody's not into therapy. Physically, but then they also have like talk space and all those places like yeah. that where you don't have to actually go and go into a person's office and talk to them but you can even like text and say i'm having a bad day and that therapist will text you back some things that you can do so it's not even like you don't even have to go through that whole thing about oh if i go to therapy i'm crazy because that's a topic for another day your eap (laughs) right hotline employer program employee assistance program and you're feeling some type of way i mean call your job um for moms, if you have like your health insurance for your kids, a lot of health insurance plans come with in-network groups, health plans. My insurance, if I pay $25 a month, I can. there are like five different gyms in the enjoy. network. Yeah. And I would have access to all five of those gyms. Yeah. So me being a little chunky, which I readily admit that I right now, that's not the part of my life that I want to focus on. Right. But yeah. I'm not making excuses for me being fat. But also, like, if you're affiliated with nonprofit organizations, like my kids are in a mentoring and scholarship program, they have, which I just found out about recently, but I'm happy that I know, they have counseling services that they oh, offer nice. as well. For so, full family or just for, for family? So they start with the parents and okay. then they filter down to the kids. But it's See, geared it's toward the family therapy. Things therapy. are out there. But I think that people, again, people become, not only are they comfortable, but they're afraid. And so I that's think something that's I the try biggest to thing. Is that I, I fear whatever that fear is. It can be fear of fear, yes. fear, and but fear I of failure. Fi- fear, of, but I found that the biggest fear is not actually fear of failure. I found that because of those traumas from your family, that there's a fear of success. There is a you don't because there's no friends. there's no blueprint for that success of anybody that you're close to. Yes. So your friends are not successful. Yes. Your family is not successful, and so you'll be afraid that the life as you know it, even though the life as you know it is now it is sucks. cracked up to be, <laughs> you would lose all of that yeah. if you flew higher than everybody else. And that is a huge one for a lot of people. They don't want to lo- lose their circle because let's face it. Jealousy is a natural human emotion, right? Yeah. No matter how hard we try to fight it, jealousy is something that you might not, you know, consciously recognize it. Mm-hmm. But there, you know, you you see somebody on Instagram that's flossing her engagement ring, and you can't seem to keep a man. You might feel a little twins of twins of jealousy. Right. It's okay to acknowledge that, and it's okay. It's it's okay to be like sit in the fact that like though because a lot of friends like a lot of people say i'm not jealous i'm not jealous i'm not envious and yes, yes you are. are and it is okay it but is you turn okay. that into motivation is what yes. we're trying to say turn yes. that into motivation because now it's well what does she do how i can get it let what me figure that, out how i sis, can get it sierra 
give us the prayer. Oh, she did. First of all, she this did was give an us article. <laughs> and I, I saved that article because, and you've heard me say this all the time. If you believe that you can have something, watch how it manifests in your life. Right. First of all, if you believe that it's possible and then you begin to inundate yourself with that belief every day, day in and day out, that it's possible I can do it. That's why we talk about dating all the time. I can't relate when people say they have horrible dating experiences because after my divorce, I was like, it's got to be a better man out there than this fool. Sure enough, (laughs) sure enough, the moment I started thinking that, you know what, I'm not going to give up on love. I'm not going to give up on myself. I want to have fun. I want to have somebody that's going to treat me like a princess. I want to get flued out as they say. Flued out, young Miami. I want all of that. And it came. And so... With Sierra, she did an article. What's the XEO Nicole? I don't know. XO Nicole. XO Nicole. She was interviewed and she was like, basically, when she was young, she decided, went back to her deciding she wanted to be an entertainer. She said she saw Destiny's Child perform. Okay. She decided, I'm going to do that. I'm going to sell two million, 2 million records. She just sold 23 million records. She got the longevity. She is an uh, entertainer. And she says the same thing when it came to getting a man. Mm-hmm. She decided that. That is what she wanted in her life. That was the kind of relationship she wanted. What so, relationship was it? The relationship. She wanted healthy, positive love. Basically, okay. this is me paraphrasing because I don't remember verbatim what the article said. Right. But basically, the article talked about manifestation okay. and how people don't really understand the power and intentions of your thoughts. And it's not that hard. It's not that hard because if you think about something, I did perfect the, example. I did the Jim Carrey thing. So Jim Carrey said when, before, like when he was oh, an he actor, wrote a check when himself. he wrote the million dollar check to himself. So I did that. I wrote a million dollar check to myself because I said I want to be a millionaire. Yes. And a lot of the times, well, I think my downfall is I'm so focused on the fact that I want to be a millionaire and I want to have healthy and healthy kids that know about finances and are millionaires too. That the thought of love is so it, it, it doesn't it's so far yeah. from entering my mind that I had a friend ask me the other day we were in the store doing the networking thing and she was we were looking at the bridal section and she was like well if you were getting married like somebody's were proposing to you now which ring would you want and I was like ah, 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 ah. I was like marriage was something that I wanted before and but now it's so on. far out of the scope with me and focusing okay. on money that I but, have no clue but that's okay but what I would what I would posit is this, and this is why I think I appear to be a goal bully. Because my thing is, if you can do that in one aspect of your life, you can do it. In you all can do it in all, and not necessarily. I'm not running around here saying overwhelm yourself with. I need a six foot four chocolate husband that makes clears twelve million a year, and I need to. Be, all of that would be great. All of that would be great. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, just like you can imagine having abundance financially. Why can't you imagine having abundance in your personal and love life? I so uh, it's it's basically a mindset. It's if a, you have an abundant mindset, right. that you means you're going to draw abundance to all aspects of your life. And I think that that's where people they don't really understand the power of our thoughts and intentions. I still like when I do my daily like meditation and prayers. I still pray for a husband, a man that will love me. And love me that I can love too with both of us being flawed but still being able to come together and kind of run these businesses love and show me the positive love that I feel like I need and the positive love that I think my kids need so I can still manifest those intentions but when I get up and I get ready to set those goals for myself about what I need to do to get myself in a better place that is always the afterthought the love is always the at at night time when I'm thinking about okay we're shutting down this day 
tomorrow is a new day. I pray for that then. But as I'm going through life and I'm writing my checklist, that is not on the list of things to do. See, my, <laughs> and it varies. It varies. I have several affirmations that I say, but one of them, like I have certain, you know, health issues or whatever, trying to keep my blood pressure under control. Because I, it's, again, this is a constant struggle for me. I have not achieved nirvana. Like, right. you know, if I, like my grandmother said, once you get to that point, the only people walking around heaven are people that finally achieve perfection that was my grandmother's mantra i'm like well then shit maybe i don't want to achieve nirvana but (laughs) (laughs) i ain't ready lord but i also feel like you know my constant mantra is that my mind is my mind is clear my body is healthy and my heart is whole okay because for me you know it self self self-actualizing and that's just something simple, something quick that I tend to say to calm myself when I feel myself getting agitated in certain situations. And I just, what I want people to take away from today's podcast, because you're right, Leanne and I are pretty much opposite ends of the spectrum when it talks about, you know, you think it's okay to sit in it for a minute, whereas I'm like, yeah. nah, we ain't sitting. No, nope. sit for mm-hmm. it in a minute. In a uh-uh. minute. Give mm-hmm. me 60 seconds. Nah, we ain't give me no 60 seconds. Give you 60. I give you 65 seconds. Nah, you can come to a rolling stop and keep it pushing. <laughs> you get tickets for that. You got to stop, uh, count to mm-hmm. three, and mm-hmm. then move forward. Nah. Stop sign method. And it, everything, look, it, figure out what works for you. Figure, yeah, that's Because the best I thing. know what works for me. And, I, and like we talked about fear, one thing I've learned. I've always had a very, I've never really feared much. Right. And I think that's what's propelled me. I don't know, I gotta ask my mama, how did she raise me to be? Because I think what I'm the type of person, when I see something from the outside that I don't want, that's my motivator. So when I've seen unhealthy marriages, when I've seen people be broken, borrowing, robbing Peter to pay Paul, or, you know, just not being productive with their lives, I'm like, I don't want that. So I'm going to jump into whatever it is that's going to propel me out of that. So Okay. So to wrap up today's episode. Yes. Figure out what you want and go for it. That's it. That's all. And what was your Stop mantra that you say again? My mind is healthy. My heart is whole. And what was the other one? I forgot. You say it every I, night. I change it. I don't say it every night. I change it, but it's it's my along heart. the lines. Is is I always speak to my heart, my mind, and my body. There you go. My, my body is healthy, healthy. My mind is whole, and my heart is my heart is whole. My body is healthy, and my mind is clear. So I always, whenever you do a manifestation, create what works for you. But whenever right. I say manifestations, I always make sure I include my heart, my mind, and my body because for me, that's those are the three more, most important factors in my life. So before we go, we got like a few more seconds. Speaking of your heart being whole, your mind being clear, and your body being healthy. We're yes. hosting an event on April 6th. Whoop, whoop. It's about see it, believe it, and act on it. Yes. And we'll be sharing out it's more information. It's a sip and pay, and we'll be sharing out more information, but it's April 6th at 3 p.m., and it's all about seeing the life that you want, believing those things, and acting, acting on it. Because that's be- what, at the end of the day, whether it's positive vibes only or if you get to sit around in your little negative mess and then go toward the positive. We want you to see the life that you <laughs> okay, want. Okay, Linus, your dark cloud following Believe you. Believe you <laughs> in the, the what you see for yourself and act on it to make it possible. Yes. So thank you for listening to another episode of Mama Needs Love 2. We appreciate you. We appreciate you for listening. Please find us on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram. and our Facebook group. And also make sure to look out for today's 
sponsors of Living Legacy Tours and Beauty in Clothes. Thank you. Bye, y'all.